0: Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we have a great one for you. Who do we have?
1: We have Maretta Moss with us today. She is an actress, writer, improviser, and podcast host. She can be seen in a starring role in the recent Nickelodeon and Paramount Plus movie A Loud House Christmas as Read Aloud. She also recently wrapped production on The doc dark comedy series Intersection, a passion project she co-created, wrote, and starred in, and also recently launched a podcast about co-parenting from a step-parent's perspective
0: called Counter Parenting. And we're going to talk about all that and a some lot more. more. So welcome to the welcome.
2: show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's
0: definitely our pleasure. Yes. So um, I always like to start out the same way. Last two years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially oh, yes. entertainment. How has COVID affected what you do and what have you done through these two years to kind of maneuver through this?
2: Well, I mean, COVID, the pandemic in general, um, just the isolation that you feel I think was was something that I definitely felt and took on. But yes. I am based in Atlanta and we have always, the way yep. we audition um, is through us self-tape usually, yeah. like we'll get an yeah. audition, put, okay, put ourselves on tape and then send it off into the ether. And uh, and so I know a lot like in LA and New York, they had to transition into self-taping more, almost for every project. So mm-hmm. um, I think I, I didn't feel, I mean, I'm, I'm always like pretty lucky with auditions. Because yeah, we're in Savannah
0: too. So we, we, we get the Georgia thing because Georgia was the first oh, yes, state uh, to open back up.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, we already had like such a bustling, like film and TV. Everyone was worried, like it was going to like kind of really take a big hit because people were just going to stay in LA and that's not what happened. I mean, we have just been, been, uh, been bustling. I almost think more opportunities have opened up because, they want more local hires so there's not a covid risk with mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. testing and stuff that makes um, sense. yeah i think in the you know in the beginning of or spring and summer of 2020 it was like nothing you know it was very quiet but then it just slowly um i would say kind of came back to normal i mean you we still feel the the umbrella of this pandemic yeah. kind of gloom
0: uh-huh. but and we always um, like to talk about that because it's you know the pandemics hit everybody different and you know yes. we live in georgia just yeah, like no you way. do yeah so georgia's been less impacted because of what uh, pretty much have always been open for the most part for georgia and, yeah you know because again when we talk to some you know when we chat with some la people that you know they have a whole different story, that,
2: that there, whole yeah. different story. <laughs> i bet yeah i mean i i don't not not to say like we're or- fortunate here it just is. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, just like, it's so funny how like when you go on set, getting a Q-tip stuck up your nose, (laughs) it's just the norm now. It's just part of what you do. Uh, So it's kind of interesting how, and lovely in a way, how like we just adapt Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. things that happen. Um, But also I would say maybe we don't know some of the outcomes of um, the way the pandemic has hit us and how we interact with people and things like there's a lot of mental health aspects to come from I know like the first year we were homeschool not homeschool well I guess homeschooling virtual schooling um Mm -hmm. I have two step kids and that was so challenging you know just just that that you know having them sit in front of devices and try and learn was 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 another world that opened up to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know, that's like you know we launched a show january of 2020 so Dick. a couple months before covid happened i remember um our original plan was maybe 100 interviews that first year and then the pandemic just shut everything down and i told sandy i was like you know we can't change that but you know we can run with this because people yeah. like, you're going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to you. And we end up doing over 300 interviews that first year and over 500 now.
2: Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. I knew it was. I didn't realize. I know that you have a, so many, but I didn't realize it was a 2020 start. Yes. Wow. 2020 congratulations. Yeah,
0: we just crossed the two year mark in January and we, and we had yeah. over 500 interviews at that
3: point.
2: Whoa, you go, you go. Um, Yeah, you know, I was just thinking when you were like, how has COVID changed? We shot a, like a new media series and we were supposed to shoot the first, kind of like right when like lockdown happened, the very beginning of March or Mm -hmm. Um, Mm mid-March. And we just, we didn't know, you know, you just, we didn't know. so Everything got shut down and then we spent the next year rewriting it kind of to make it a better show and we shot in the beginning of 2021 like i think march of 2021 and again it was still like we thought it was over and like you still have, there's just so many more precautions and kind of in funding too that has to go in to making sure everyone's tested and, um, and and just like the little that
0: gets expensive
2: it does i mean we yeah, there's only, we, yes, it, it just does. That's all I can say. For <laughs> mm-hmm. so your little indie films, they really feel it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to become an actress? But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click that the entertainment world could be a career for you?
2: Great question. And I, like, I have, like, a very clear answer because I was on, I was at college and, a, like, a bigger movie came uh, to to town and really one of the first movies that I was aware of, um, you know, living in and in, in around Atlanta. And it was mm-hmm. a road trip and Todd Phillips, who's now like a huge director directed it. And that was like a pretty big movie too oh, for wow. the time. But mm-hmm. I remember just walking out until the quad and, and this movie being made and just hundreds of people all working together, just like huge lights, like making it look more sunny than it is. And like, (laughs) it blew my mind that like this was movie making and also it was right in front of me because I had never had that experience. Movies were always like, and TV just on the other side of that flat screen. It was never tangible. And there's something really really special about like a a film or tv set because all these different departments like it looks like chaos but they all know what they're doing they're all like working together and any chaos is like can always like be figured out i i think it's like i love like the logistics of it i think it's beautiful and also Like, like a true sense of community that can be formed on set. Um, And I love that aspect of it. So that, that was my moment of like, oh, hmm, I think I can actually be a part of this world because it is literally right in front of me.
0: And what's Mm -hmm. great is, you know, Atlanta is one of hubs. Like, I mean, not, not as much as LA, but it's like got its own little thing going on too. So you're like right there.
2: Yes. Now, I mean, I, cause I, that happened at the university of Georgia in Athens and I started taking acting classes in Atlanta and like just kind of switched my direction um, as far as college. And, you know, back then there wasn't, there was like some movies that were filming here, mm-hmm. you know, I, there was like a decent commercial market. And then I went to LA for 10 years and when I came back, it was just so bustling. It blows oh, wow. my mind mm-hmm. that, Atlanta is a hub. I th- it's so it's so cool. Like because before it was always New York or LA, and then like Vancouver came into play. But now like Atlanta, it is. There's every time mm-hmm. I turn the corner, I'll see like a yellow filming sign, like with directions to set. I'm <laughs> like oh, oh wow, that's so fun. And I filmed the Glorias in Savannah, which was oh, wow. an amazing oh. <laughs> experience. Yeah, I mean like I remembered like I worked on set with Julianne Moore like well actually I didn't work I was on set like waiting to work and like timing wise it didn't work out and then I like went to go pick up dinner and I into a like a cafe and and then Julianne Moore was there getting um food to go to and I was like oh my gosh this is this is so cool and this is Savannah and it was just a magical experience (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: wow! Oh, so
0: <laughs> yeah, great. that's like for us. We're next spring planning on moving out to Nashville, and Nashville's become its own little hub. You know, yes, people yes. think of it as country music, which it is a lot. Oh, yes, but it's so much more than that now.
2: It is. I didn't realize, but and I believe this is true that it's the number one bachelorette destination,
0: which yep. is
2: more <laughs> than Las Vegas. I think, which we all, which I always like think of as bachelor bachelorette parties. But they yeah. call
0: them the Woo Girls.
2: Um, Oh,
1: yes, yes. Yes, all the party buses. There's so many there.
0: In fact, we're going back to visit April 19th Mm -hmm. there for a week. So, but yeah, I remember last year when we went four times and the very first time we went, we got to experience all that from the party. Again, we got a few party things here, of course, here in Savannah, but it's nothing like Nashville. Nothing compared to
1: Nashville.
2: Nashville doesn't stop, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Full-time party
2: mode there. Yeah. yeah, I I went there, I, I mean, actually for a bachelorette party, maybe like four years ago. And I mm. it was just kicking then. It's so big. So many like little pocket neighborhoods, too. It's a great town.
0: Yeah. Oh. It is. And one thing I've noticed about Nashville, too, that you don't see in a lot of places is um, a lot of the homes there, now maybe not your brand, brand new homes, but a lot of the neighborhoods, they have a little bit of land almost with every home
2: there's a lot
0: of that, you know, whereas you get a lot of neighborhoods and other places you go and you're like, man, I don't want, I don't want to be like quenched up, you know, (laughs) right next to somebody. If I'm gonna pay $500,000 for a house, I don't want it to be on top of another house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: that's great. Especially when you're in like a more like city center to have that land. That is very dreamy because I love, a good backyard I love the (laughs) land I love privacy but I also like being able to like hop down the street to my improv theater and things like that
3: because we
0: like we go visit Nashville we stay um usually by the airport now we drive there of course it's not that far so Mm -hmm. seven hours but yeah but we usually stay around the airport and all that uh, because we're usually about 10 minutes from downtown
2: Nice. No, are you guys doing it just for a, a change of pace, or what? Is, what is the probably a little
0: bit of everything? You know, I've been in Savannah since fourteen. I'm fifty now, so you know, I'm ready for a change. Yeah. And um, and we and we want to change to a bigger city because you know Savannah's do, limited yeah. um, with what you can do here. And and you know, when we first launched this show, it was um, a country music up and coming country music show because a lot of our contacts was in Nashville. So, because of that, you know, and all that, and we got so many great friends there, so many great contacts there, and and then now that we realize there's entertainment there, there's not, there's music, there's everything mm-hmm. there,
1: quality so of life,
0: good quality of life. We're like, you know what? That seems like the best fit for us.
2: Yes. Oh, <laughs> definitely. That sounds great. Awesome. <laughs> I when I um, was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life before I made a career change into. Like, oh, I can be an actor. I really like I like in my heart wanted to be a country music singer. Oh, wow. um, oh yeah. Wow. I mean I love I love some country music. Like Garth Brooks is like, wow. oh, love nineties country. Um oh, but I, we had
0: John Michael Montgomery come on recently.
2: Yes. Oh. And Diamond Rio. And Diamond Rio. Oh love. That's that's awesome. Um <sighs> oh, man. Uh I yeah, but I I know that I cannot. I'm not like a great singer. Like everyone they say can sing, but like being yeah. a singer as a career, I'm I'm a little more realistic and I was like I don't think that's going to happen for you, Miranda. but but, like acting. (laughs) uh, You found your
0: lane, right?
2: I did. I found my lane.
0: (laughs) And speaking of finding your lane, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to not just the top levels, but even a career level within entertainment. I always want to talk about that side of it because I think a lot of people kind of gloss over this, sugarcoat it. And they think if you've got a talent, you'll make it. But we both know that's just far from the truth. There's so many talent people that never make it. It's so much work, so much sacrifice. So tell us a little bit about the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through even to get to where you are today.
2: Yeah. I think it's like, for me, mostly it's been like mentally, like getting over, like you get used to the rejection and, um and and it, you know, like everyone wants, I say everyone, like actors, they want to be seen, they want to be recognized for their work, they want, you put so much into it, you want something to come out. But I think one thing that has helped me is determining like what making it is. Like that's an individual journey and something that you can just decide for yourself. And if, if making it is doing, like if if you love doing theater and local theater, you find fulfilling, like to me, you've done it. Like you are like living your artistic dreams. And that's how I feel too about improv. Like I don't always get a chance to be on set every day, but being able to get up on stage and perform and connect with an ensemble is something that I really, I really enjoy. You know, I sell, um, I'm a real estate agent as well. And I, it's, Mm-hmm. It's been like a huge, you know, like that's it's ch- changed a lot over the pandemic, and it's just a booming yeah. market here. But so we go into multiple offers, and um, and a lot of times, you know, it's like really money, that the the buyer, the sellers want. So um, usually mm-hmm. you have like a cap on so much on how much you can offer. So my clients will, you know, their offer will get rejected when you know sometimes if they. And it's just, that's just how it is. But I see clients who are not um, in the entertainment business and <laughs> how they process rejection is a lot. Like they felt it. To me, it was like, this is business. We are moving uh, on to the next yeah. one. Wasn't meant for you. But they're like, I, I, I don't know if I can, I, you know, they they, they just feel it and making another offer that might not get accepted is very vulnerable to them. <laughs> so I, I just kind of chuckle at how because <laughs> kind of you're used to, to that yeah. yeah and it's not personal what do they say it's not um it, it's it's you know, not it's personal it's re- business it is and it's not oh this it's not rejection but it's selection so you weren't okay. yeah. you just weren't selected for that because it. and wasn't sometimes you don't
0: know that you could look like someone that the director hates And just because of that, they won't bring you on.
2: (laughs) I know that is, ooh. (laughs) But you never know how you trigger someone. You're just being yourself and, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out.
0: (laughs) You know, speaking of real estate, the Nashville market is like crazy right now. Um, You literally got people from like LA and New York flooding in there and they see a home for 500,000, let's just say. And because they don't want a b- a bidding war, they will go to the owners and they're like, "I'll give you two hundred thousand more than you're asking." Yeah, that's and they're le-
2: probably paying cash. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. Yeah. They're coming in with that cash because again, to yeah. them, 700,000 is like uh, the down payment on on what they had at, at you know in LA. So it's no like,
2: kidding. It's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. So they're coming it's in,
0: flooding that market. And uh, although some realtors are really enjoying this. Other realtors <laughs> are not because so much bidding war is happening that you're lucky if you get your person. I mean, I, I read a story on Facebook where someone was saying they had an appointment to go see to go see the place. And while they're on their way, um they called and says, Oh, it's under contract as of now.
3: and
0: and that's happening as so because you know, I don't know what the numbers are now, but before the pandemic, you had a hundred people a month moving to Nashville. And I that's think a, it's, and I think oh, it's beyond that now. Cause it's like sure. crazy.
2: Yeah. It, it, I mean, that like, ugh, like I, I, cause I, I'm sure peop, I'm not like one of people. from. a hundred people places. a day. I
0: mean, not a month, hundred people oh, a day. Yeah. Oh, that's, moving that's, there.
2: that's like even more mind blowing. Cause <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can get how that's probably like hundred um, people a
3: day. Wow. Well.
2: I get it though. There's that, that, that Southern charm. We'll get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got something to offer. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so we talked a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles. Let's flip the script and go the other way. What are some of your wow moments that you've been to so far?
2: I mean, I, when I think of the first time I stepped on set, that was just a wow moment uh, of uh, of <laughs> the movie magic. I love it. I love that. But the the people that I've met along the way, like, and and formed relationships with, um, that's kind of magical to find your people to be able to write and create with. Um, I also think it's magical that there's such a booming business here in Atlanta. Um, uh, Yeah, there's been, there's been so many, every time I get a role where I get to like really have fun and be seen um, whether it's a commercial like or mm-hmm. a movie. Um, it is it that's magical. Wow. The possibilities are magical and I, I, I really love it.'s it, it's like and I try and not to have it like a, a struggle um, but like just have it have it just be like easeful because it really is like a, like art and artists and actors and creators like you're you're like contributing to the world in some way like hopefully positively when you follow especially since the
0: pandemic because people need that escape right now
2: yeah i i love i love like getting invested in a tv show you know there's and there's just so many more like resources um you know for connecting with people Mm -hmm. like your show like Mm -hmm. it's it's really um, a blessing in disguise like I don't know if that's the right thing to say but it's really lovely that like things can come out of w- what they can come out of yeah right.
0: so tell us <laughs> about your podcast how what brought that on
2: um so it's called the counterparenting podcast it's a work in progress I say because um, but I am a stepmother and I mm-hmm. have had um like stepping into that role I like I kind of was like I, I didn't think it was that Big of a deal, and I may be in the scope <laughs> of a family, it's not. But I, I a lot of times find myself yeah, sitting blended
0: families are tough.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're so common. It is just a. Oh, yeah. I mean, with it just is. It's a part of like, it's just a part of society now. And I didn't find the resources I needed to make myself feel like I don't know what the word is, but like valid or, or just like a, like a an actual part of yeah. a family, even though I was, but you don't, I mean, like, I don't have, like there's communication, but my, what I, ultimately what I think is best for the children, it it might be considered, it might be taken, but it's not like, it's not my decision. So how do you, um, I don't know when you're co-parenting with someone in another house, it just is it just brings its own set of challenges. And then you got to so,
0: figure out who has the right to discipline in different ways, because you know, with, with step kids, it's so different, you know? So then you gotta, you gotta have those rules and all of that. And there's just so much to it.
2: There is so much to it. And, and those, these like children are, they go from house to house and the rules are different and they're Mm -hmm. still like these young developing minds and how do they handle this? It's, it's, it's challenging. So I guess I wanted to speak to experts and make sure that I wasn't uh, like being, uh, more like causing any additional trauma in, in anyone's lives. <laughs> life. Um, so that was that. So I started that way doing an interview show with experts like divorce lawyers, like a psychologist. And, um, and now I am in the process of transferring into having it be more of like a, a comedy show about oh, wow. step parenting. <laughs> I, I, I think I've like realized, I think hearing other people's stories might be more like, like, what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because I think I got, like, the interviews were great, but they also were, like, they weren't as I realize that it's like, it's such a long game, you know, yeah. we're all doing the best we can. Um, yeah. so I, I'd, I'd love to eat, hear like horror stories, but like we do them anonymously cause I don't want it to be yeah. like, play, yeah. but just like, there's some crazy things that happen and I'd love to hear other people's <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I, I love that. Cause again, you know, mm-hmm. you never know what other people are going through.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And everyone has a story, and there's a lot of step parenting stories out there. So, and you know, it's always about the kids. So I think that's why, like the step parent gets, you know, mm-hmm. is is on the sideline, but we're still like, we're still in it, you know. So there's so stories since you've to tell. The
0: podcasts. What surprised you the most?
2: Oh, how everyone is like, yeah, step parenting is hard. That's <laughs> I think like anyone you talk to is like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I mean, divorce is difficult, and then throwing another person in the mix. So I think just that confirmation that like there's there's nothing specific you can do. There's you can't control how another person reacts to you, and um, and but also that love, like when children are developing, they look at love as more of a finite thing and that mm-hmm. they can only give so much love to you because they love. You know their primary parent, and they would feel like they're um, being um, disloyal to them, and that's not. Yeah. yeah, that's just something that's like learned. That love is like infinite; it can keep growing and growing. But they're they're children, so it's just um, it's just interesting to watch and under and understand that. Those were things yeah. that were helpful yeah. for me. Like it's not yeah. again, it's not personal. It's just these are developing minds who are trying to make their way in the world. Yeah. Just
0: an added layer that of it.
2: Yes, it's so many layers. It's, it's a big yeah. onion. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: love that. So, as you know, a lot of people they see you and and the glory behind all that, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, the teams never get lo- the know. love they deserve. On our show, they do. So, take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are.
2: Gosh, there's been a lot of people along the way. I like my agents now. Um, jacob and Corey lawson at privilege uh they're just they're so lovely and and like uh consistent and uh i've had a lot of like nice relationships with um agents but this is is a really lovely one um you know the team like jonathan judge and cheryl levine and at nickelodeon like putting me in the, Mm the loud house christmas um and everyone that worked on that project the that is how was that like,
3: project for yeah. you?
2: It was. It was really lovely. I think being a Nickelodeon mom, like being, like, is something I that I you. like. A quirky mom is just something I've always like had in me, <laughs> yeah. and um, and I feel like very free in this character. So I loved. Yeah. I, I, I. It was great, and there was a like, there was actually twelve like primary kids or um, um, young actors because some yes. were older and, and younger. But I mean, there was a lot of people on set. Um, a lot of a lot of um, energy and it was, it was so fun. Cause we really did, we were a family in the show but it's also a family out, like, you know, we, we felt like such a bond and a connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, we filmed during COVID, we were all like going through it sometimes. Um, so not COVID, we weren't going through COVID but like just like the, yeah. like mm-hmm. where we couldn't necessarily socialize outside of set. So the time on set um, was really special. Um yeah so so those people my PR team Cats PR has been yeah, like yes, they're so them. dreamy yeah they've been so um they're just so supportive and they they work so hard so those finding them and like becoming a team with them it's just such a Like um, and they're very supportive
0: of our show, so we love them. Yeah,
2: they're very supportive of our
1: show. Love
2: that. I mean, it's so great that we get an outlet, and then you all like, yeah, you—they're kind of a part of your team now too, in a way. Absolutely. Because they help
0: keep us stay afloat. Well, you know, we've got several PR companies from LA, several PR companies from Nashville, from New York, Miami that keep feeding us people, so it keeps our show going.
2: That is great. Cause I like, you know, we're always like, you gotta like put yourself out there and publicize and it's something you think you can do on your own, but there's so many connections that they have and mm-hmm. that I like, I would never have been able to. And so many people have like, they're, they have a real concrete team. So if you're, if you don't have someone representing you in that way, like you will, you there's a good chance to fall through the cracks because mm-hmm. like, You know these people are um like referred to you in a way and that just makes it like a little more confidence a little more ease and getting it all set up and uh you know there's definitely what what the word i'm looking for there's like accountability too to make sure that it just like happens because actors can be really flaky
0: (laughs) you know what's funny about that talking about accountability and all that i remember when we first launched this show um, I didn't want to deal with PR companies. I, I, you know, I thought if I, if I'm friends with somebody, why can't I just invite them on the show? I yeah. didn't understand the process and all that. Now it's like the other way around. Oh, I yes. almost don't want people unless they have a PR company because it's like you know, because we've dealt with both, and sometimes you get people that don't know, don't know how to hold a conversation don't have a PR because P- PR company teaches people how to do all that yeah. and, yes. and it's like and it's like so, so so we get better um guests by going through PR companies so now I like treasure our PR contact.
1: yes yeah Those relationships are so important because I
0: didn't
2: know back then right and I like sort of knew but I didn't think like I thought celebrities had like PR companies or publicists but <laughs> yeah. for like the working actor is just really helpful to, to get out there and and talk to and talk to people and create relationships. Yeah. I think that's one of the things like with my podcast right now, um, it's getting easier, but the, the getting interviews and like in things with something like seeking out someone that is great at their craft, whatever it be, but also Mm -hmm. has a nice presence to, Mm -hmm. you know, hold, hold the conversation. Um, It's, You don't always find that in career, in every career, every expert.
0: And, you know, something I've noticed in the entertainment industry, because when we first started this show, it was an up and coming country music show. Of course, now it's an entertainment interview show, all Mm -hmm. entertainment. But something I've noticed is, you know, you have you have thousands of podcasts for music.
3: Okay. And you
0: have and you have all your top rated shows like um, Jimmy Fallon and all them. Um, for the high-end celebrities. but but there's really not many shows that bring on the rising actors and actresses out there. That, that seems like true. a niche mm-hmm. that really a lot of people are not hitting. And so when we opened that door, it was like, wow, if we found a whole area that because you know, again, we never imagined having actors on our show. And then now here we are, about 50, 60 percent are, are actors and actresses.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, we are, there are many, many of us, but in like the stories we tell are just as valid as a celebrity's story, yep. you know? So yeah. yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, who would have thought, you know, and that like just the entertainment crossover too. I think we like, cause I mean, we saw a lot of country music people, maybe we I mean, I, I wasn't like watching the show all the time, but in Nashville, mm-hmm. I mean, like just people would cross yeah. over into that, TV world
0: and things. So yep, a lot did. So it just, again, you know, COVID was kind of the thing is what had happened was in August of 2020, we did 44 interviews that month alone.
2: Wow. And
0: and in September, all of a sudden, a lot of people were starting to get gigs again. Things were starting Mm -hmm. to open back up and all that. And all of a sudden it was getting tougher to book people so i'm like mm-hmm. oh god you know i got so used to interviewing every day I'm like what, what are we going to do and i and i was like i wonder if the acting world would accept us the way the music world has and so we just opened the door and one of our biggest first people that we brought on was ed asner yeah. that's oh my god i mean that's huge <laughs> and right? that kind of was a game changer because all of a sudden we had him so it gave us the credibility for it actors did.
2: Yeah, well, you guys are doing something right. I mean, wow! I, forty-four interviews in one month is is. We ain't never done that again, and probably never will.
0: (laughs) I mean, we were trying to make a name for ourselves in twenty twenty, so we was just trying
1: to hit three hundred. You know, like we
0: did. You know, we did three hundred interview that year, and we did two hundred last year. So we've Mm -hmm. got it down to more of a science. Where you know what? Two a day is tough. But one a day we can do.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes they're like batch them and like do like them all in one day, like for the month. Well, we do
0: live, so it would, you know, so we do one a day, you know, kind of hard to batch them a little bit because you know, they're all live.
2: Wait, is this live live too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. That's fun. I didn't know that. I'm glad I, I actually cuss. So I'm really glad that I have kept my mouth clean. It's just like, I, I don't know if it was a COVID rage thing, but I was just like, I want to say words. <laughs> you know,
0: Speaking of teams, we have a third mm-hmm. co-host, our we little 10 year old that we bring on to ask a few oh, questions. Yes. So Sandy's going to go get him.
1: I'll give him. He's a big Nickelodeon and Loud House
0: fan.
2: Oh, that's so great. Um what's his name? Christopher. Christopher.
0: Yep. And and he wants to go by Chris funny. Um, even though I'm a Christopher, I go by Chris. He don't want to go by Chris. He wants to go by Christopher.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have a nephew named Christopher. So yeah, they like yeah. I don't know why we like that's just nice so now we can keep you two straight. <laughs> but um but Christopher's a lovely name, it's not too long, it's just perfect. Christopher, it blows off the tongue.
0: But yeah, we've oh. been able to bring quite a bit of people from Nickelodeon and Disney from his shows. I mean, um, uh, we brought on Mallory, who played Destiny on Bunked. That was a pretty cool one for him.
2: Nice. Aww. And uh, oh, hi. Hi,
3: Meredith. So what's your favorite food?
2: My favorite food? uh oh, watermelon! I think I love watermelon. Oh, I could eat a, I could eat a watermelon, a whole watermelon in a day. And that is, <laughs> that is actually true. Because
3: <laughs> what's yours? My favorite yeah. food's is pizza.
2: I would. Oh, nice. That's probably that's my top three. Yeah. And he it and it,
0: all. He would eat it all day long if we gave it to him. Oh, wouldn't you?
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I would. What um, what what like uh flavor, and not what toppings do you like on yours?
3: Well, I like pepperoni, sausage, and supreme, and pineapple.
2: Okay. Has, like four faves. Nice. I and just you, tried pineapple on my pizza too. last week, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because.
0: Uh, almost every our sh- uh, a lot of our episodes people would ask him well has he ever tried pineapple and he's like no no and i guess what a few months ago wasn't it? yeah a few, a few months. months ago um he's finally like you know what i want to try it so we bought one and he loved it
3: oh nice and yeah. you know what you know what i'm having pizza tonight uh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> I mean, I like cooking pizza because, like, <laughs> I basically, I love just turning on that oven. It's, it's, a, it's a specialty. Yeah. <laughs>
3: nice. All right. So, what's it for a favorite TV show?
2: Oh, I mean, can I say The Loud House? That's, that's one of mine. Yes. It's yeah, a she's great on the Great Loud
3: House show. Christmas. Huh,
1: yeah. and you love The Loud House Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of them. And I don't have, I, there's so much good TV on. We're watching. This is like a scary show, The Walking Dead. Did y'all ever? Uh, it's like, we, so we're. Binge, of, we
0: haven't watched it.
2: We're binge watching that. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> I I actually have had nightmares. So that's. Oh, what's wow. your favorite show, Christopher? My favorite
3: show is SpongeBob.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Did you vote for that? Like the Kids' Choice Awards? Are you a, have you voted for it yet? Uh, <laughs> I have. have
3: we we'll yeah. have to vote for you.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so what's a favorite movie? Oh um, oh there's this friend Amelie is one of my favorites. I have so many, like I'm I'm actually not a favorite person because I'm like, this is my favorite, this is my favorite, but <laughs> it could um, change by the day. It really could, and my mood. But A Loud House Christmas is also like right up there because <laughs> that was <laughs> yes. I love I loved making that movie and I just think it's it's a really cute holiday movie. I'm
3: yeah. With yours. My favorite movie is Minions.
2: Oh, which is there more than one Minions, or is there yeah. just one? yes?
3: There's which more one? than one.
2: Which I one mean, is your favorite? Yeah.
3: Which was my favorite? Uh, the, the Minions two.
2: Okay. okay. Despicable
3: Me two is one.
0: Yeah, that's it.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, love that.
0: <clears throat> and I got a new one coming out, don't they? Uh
2: huh. This it's, summer. It's this Minions: summer. The Rise of Gru. Oh, it's going to be showing the story
0: behind Gru when he was little.
2: Oh, he's one of, Oh, that's going to be adorable. I can't wait to see that. How smart
0: was that? They found a success there. So then now they'll take you back.
2: I love it. Yeah. How did, how did you come to be a grew? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. We have Saturday or Friday movie night here, like with the kids. So
3: um,
2: hopefully that will be like on our list yep. this, oh, yeah. this summer cool what bye. else you got oh. bye is that it yep. Yep. okay well it was <laughs> nice talking to you thanks
0: <laughs> yeah he, like- he loves to be on every show we got a three-year-old that when she gets older she'll be plugged into the show too because we are yes. family there
2: <laughs> i love it you'll have to eventually change the name chris and sandy and christopher show yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> he, he wants to do
0: his own it. podcast eventually yeah, so we're going kind of preparing for that one.
1: Well, maybe this year or next year we'll see Oh, th- that would be great
2: who they cuz i love something like 10 Commission. minutes with chris yeah that's awesome oh,
0: and, and you know what if we you know with him doing like small interviews like this you know what what celebrity would probably say no to a little 10 year old
2: 10 minutes with, of their time for 10, 10 minutes <laughs> no so. No, not, I don't think any because that's <laughs> delightful. Yeah. So we
0: thought, you know what? This would work for him, you know, because he and he would, he loves the ideas. So oh, when we does. feel like he he's ready to take so that much. step, which will be, it won't be, it'll be either yeah. this summer or next spring, somewhere in there. Somewhere right? in there.
2: We'll see. I love that. And it's, I, like, this is a, something that I'm like, oh, you, because you all um, create, are creating and like doing so well, it gives him the opportunity to see like, uh, like what's out there, you know, because I think sometimes when you don't have role models of uh, creative endeavors, it's it's harder to visualize. And, and, he don't, and, and what's funny it.
0: about it, this is normal mm-hmm. to him talking to some celebrities yeah, and all that. So
2: <laughs> eight years he, he, yeah.
0: at, I mean, when he's a teenager, he'll realize how privileged he was here because he don't realize, realize, you know, hey, this is just normal for him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. He's got a lot of connections. Yes,
1: yeah, right. Like at church yesterday, was somebody was talking about the Walker Hayes song, and he's like, "I've talked to Walker Hayes." <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> well, so it's good it's job good.
2: on you all. That's it's, awesome. <laughs> well,
0: we never imagined again. Like I yeah, said, our, this show, imagined, we yeah. I had a vision for it at the beginning. Yeah. But I did. it this is beyond what we ever imagined.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> so thankful.
0: So, you know, did but did. hey, you know, here we are. So we're running with it and we're running hard because we're like, you know what? Let let's, let's see, see where we can go. Can
2: go. We'll yeah. See. I mean clearly like the 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 vision is there and then there's like just like a greater I don't know it's like so it's ex- it's expansive. I like that.
0: <laughs> so if you could co-star with any Actor or actress? Who would it be, and what role would you want to play with the actor, actress?
2: Hmm. If I could co-star with anyone, again, it kind of changes. I, I don't know why. I think this is just like programmed in my generation. I'm like Tom Hanks because oh, wow. he is he is Tom Hanks. Um, oh yes,
1: but, that'd be amazing.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, any opportunity to be on set with him, I, you know. Andrew Garfield um, is someone that he, um, you know, he was nominated for an Oscar for Tick, Tick, Boom. And I loved how raw and vulnerable he, there were so many lovely moments. Like, uh, I mean, I I'm, I don't know what I would play with him. I, I mean, too, too I don't know. I, I don't know the story, but I would love to- um, Any
0: story, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Just put, me, put me in a scene with you because you are brilliant and I would like some of that reflection on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, there's some, I mean, I love Kristen Wiig too. She's so oh, funny. You. If we did a buddy comedy, I would, I would, my heart would stop just to, wow. with mm-hmm. pure joy. So like, yeah.
0: So now this probably has a ton of answers too just like that one but what's a show or movie that you wish you played a role in
2: oh (laughs) um uh, everyone um the i i wish that i was bridget jones um (laughs) yes fun
1: role there
2: like that's I I don't, Renee Zellweger did an amazing job, but I would have loved to um, (laughs) have gotten into that. I mean, I love these like crazy comedies. When I was growing up, there was a, um, uh, it was a Sarah Jessica Parker, the Sarah Jessica Parker movie where girls just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. If I could go back into time, I I would- Love to have been like her sidekick, which I think was Helen Hunt. I'm obsessed with that movie <laughs> as well. And True Beverly Hills. Um, God, I'm uh, really, really nostalgic now. But um, that had Shelly Long in it, and I would have loved to have played like just one of those like Beverly Hills Girl Scout girls. Um, oh yes, I remember <laughs> that movie. But... Yeah, <coughs> yeah. There so are what's... a lot of answers. I'm like oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I give
0: people freedom to say whatever you want to yes. say, because there's so many answers that that could be.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, what are some sources of inspiration for you?
2: Oh, um, I, I, like being in nature is like a source of inspiration. <laughs> I think it's like very grounding. I, I like, I love, like the the cyclical nature of it and the growing of it. Um, and even if like this is like a little cheesy, but even when like the leaves fall, they come back. You know, like yes. like things bloom <laughs> again. So I, I really just enjoy. I mean, I love this. Is I'm. I don't know the moon. I love the moon. Is like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a source of inspiration, but it's something that just brings me joy. um yeah. I think other people like pursuing things like uh, like you all are is a source of inspiration. It just shows like you can really do like anything. Like what I mean, and and I don't mean that in like a you. can and I you went know, through
0: nineteen years of addictions until mm. I've been sober fourteen years.
2: Oh, congratulations. But that's, you know, everyone has a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the appropriate thing to say? Congratulations on, on sobriety or? I think, it, I don't is. Know if, if it is. Okay, great. But like, I see that and I applaud that because that is, it's every. And she was
0: me. a big part because first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her because of the addictions. But you know, she, she, yeah. God really knew what he was doing when he connected us because she was like, never nagged me never put me down she loved me in spite of the addictions through the addictions and you know sometimes people would ask um uh, or would say well she, you know she allowed you to walk over her and i'm like you don't understand she allowed me to experience god's pure love through her and because of that i'm here today to be able to talk about it
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's beautiful oh thanks for sharing but like that like love is it, like can uh, is transformative and
0: like they say love is blind and she was blind to my bad spots
2: <laughs> but love you be the through mm-hmm. them I, That's that's a, that's a beautiful story and I, I would watch that story on tv too so you know we've yeah. got a friend
0: of ours that actually told us when we get our book done that she wants yeah, to pitch we're it we're
2: working
1: on a book about our story hopefully we'll get done this year so. oh that's
2: great i think i think it's a story that needs to be shared people there's a lot of people that can relate to that and and five years is not a short time i mean that's like yeah, yeah
0: it yeah, was rough sure. it was you it was, know and that, there were times she wanted to leave of course but she didn't yeah
2: yeah of course i mean that's that's just And just the toll that addiction takes and like why someone falls into that maybe um, is also something that a lot of people can relate to. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the entertainment industry? What would you like to be most known and remembered for?
2: I hope that um, when people look back, you know, and I don't, I, I understand, that people move on and I've forgotten, but that like I'd like to think, oh Maretta, she really made me laugh. Um, I'm, I'm not like a stand-up comedian. I'm not, um, you know, like I, but I do like have like comedy in my blood and mm-hmm. for someone to be able to like put on a, a movie, Starring Moretta Moss because they need a good laugh. Mm. They like yeah. need to, you know, just just maybe feel a little better about something. I would love for that to be part of my legacy. You know?
1: Oh, that's wonderful.
0: <clears throat> so, what's been your hardest role to play?
2: Mm. I mean, I think sometimes, I, like, I'll be in some horror films, and uh-huh. uh, mm. and, and like we're just people are like kind of mean and, and, um, I, 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 the way you bring up like the, 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 um, this might not be, but like the five years of like a, a being together in the addiction, mm-hmm. like I, um, I would like to think now that I could love that much, but there's been like, I think two roles where I've had, um, I've almost like been in that type of situation, yeah, and yeah. I I really had to dig dig deep to yeah. like mm-hmm. see the love. Um, yeah. And I, it's not parallel. I'm I'm not like using your situation, but like but like sometimes yeah. uh-huh. a character is going through it, and I'm like, okay, okay, where where in me am my Can I find this like love and mm. connection? And I'm so glad that I find it. But though that's like sometimes very challenging when. Mm. Um, when because you really have to go to a like a backstory to get mm-hmm. to get there yeah, um, yeah. And, and not that I don't like doing that it's just um I sometimes it's like I can get a little convoluted with my, because my when you start
0: peeling the layers off right. you start to realize wow wow yeah.
2: yeah so much depth there there is and and as a when I was a younger actor I don't think I went there I was like okay I've got like this and this and this going on like here but then um, and i don't know if anyone else can tell but there's like i mean we all grow in our art but i look at it and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i don't think i went as deep as i needed to
0: (laughs) so (laughs) you live you learn what's kind of your dream vision for the next five years where do you want to be
2: five years i would like to be um in in five years I would like to be a series regular on a sitcom that I helped create or a single camera comedy like I have um like a pilot that I think is like really funny and I love that I would love to I I don't want to be like in the writer's room every week but I would love to see it get made and kind of help produce that and also be like an ensemble cast Mm -hmm. member that's dreamy that's that's there um but in the next like Year or so, I would like to like be working like as a series regular on a show that I that I really enjoy. Um, yeah. So I'm, I think all of these are are possibilities. Like the five year goal seems like, ooh, but you never know what can happen. Yeah. You put it out there
0: exactly. So let's look fifteen years down the road. And let's say you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you. You've made it. What do you hope? that you never forget?
2: Oh, I hope that I never forget like that it is a community like that, that is actually the film and TV, like entertainment industry at the core. It starts like on this like kind of indie level where people are getting experience. Um, I would love to start like a, a, a big kind of studio, where like we train people for like Mm -hmm. careers and everyone has a story and and like really, um, like you have to cultivate an actor, Mm -hmm. you have to cultivate a writer. And so having like mentors there to help cultivate um, people so that they can rise up that might not have have the opportunity. Um, I see that, I like, I I want, I think I, I'm not sure, sh- I, I got so caught up in that, like 15 years, like I, oh, <laughs> never forget. I I also like, also don't want to forget that, like in a part of it, none of like, like fame and stuff isn't real. Like yeah. it, I know yeah. it is, but yeah. it also yeah. isn't, mm-hmm. it also isn't, it's just, it's just a thing. So I want to allow myself to be seen, but I also don't want to get caught up in it, like what I think that means to me as a, like as a person, I am I would still just be a person. Like I kind of always, I still always want to get like groceries. You know, I want to yeah. have, there's, there's, I always pan, this is so weird, but I used to panic, Like not really panic, but it used to be like, <laughs> God, how do how do celebrities get food? You know, (laughs) yeah, what they have to go
1: through just to go out to restaurant, grocery store, anywhere. And there's so
2: many things. I like to browse. I like to explore what's like new on the shelves. And if you're a celebrity, you just have someone, I guess, go go get it, get it delivered. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) So I'm over that. Pull it
0: out of living a little bit.
2: It does. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If you were like too. Like, I don't know, but I guess there's also another side to that. You always have like front row tickets to any sporting event. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah. It's nice. You know, it's funny.
0: Um, I We were listening to a sermon yesterday, and it just this reminded me of that, where he said, with every blessing comes with a burden. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you look at that, it's like
0: what you're talking about. you get, you got this blessing of so, being a celebrity and you can get the front row tickets and do yes, all this, and anything you want.
1: want to be you. But
0: then at the same time, we just talked about what you don't want to lose. So, yeah, it's like, it's like with every blessing comes a burden.
2: Yeah. You know, I like that. I, I hear that. I'm trying to now look at things like like a blessing and a burden as like I used to think of it as like good and bad, yeah. but now it's just like, like life. Like these are, this is that's just, life. I don't have to judge <clears throat> and like, like the, the two cups that may be full. Like I'm just, they, they go together and it's just, it's just part of, you, you part know, that, of life. That's
0: like, um, you know, March 1st, my dad passed away and March 2nd, our son got baptized. So it's like, we were like really mixed emotions oh, that yes. week. Cause it's like, you want to be happy, but at some of your, you know, so it's like, like you said, they, they just go together.
2: They do. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss though. It was this year. I mean, yeah. Either. And, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's painful.
0: So we're having to deal with all that right now
2: too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grieving, grieving takes, takes some time and, but to turn it, however, like the, just like you said, like the, the blessing the next day, Absolutely. I'm glad y'all had that. We
0: appreciate yes. that. Thank so you. as we close out here, um, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do?
2: If you want to be an actor or, or an actress, like there's so many ways that this can look. You can do it through local community theater. You can, you know, just, you know, you can be in a commercial. You can shoot things on your own. It it doesn't necessarily matter. Like there's no end to it. So, so do it. If you have this, this poll, like getting an improv class. There's so many like especially right now, resources online. Uh mm-hmm. that you can yeah. that you can like kind of you can learn like just taking a master class or like at a university, take script like writing lessons. And it's it's kind of kind of amazing all the resources we have. So my advice is if you feel that pull, that ping, I feel like that is that's a calling whether it's a career or just Mm -hmm. an extracurricular activity or it's just a moment you know I think improv classes I'm a huge fan because they they just help you connect with people like the basis of improv is yes and and it's such a beautiful concept so um so I just like just go for it like fame is fleeting and um it's a long journey but but art is is very accessible if you just look for it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Love that. And yeah, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. And we definitely look forward to having you back.
2: Oh, thank you. I look forward to coming back too. I appreciate it.
0: So tell everybody how they can find you.
2: You can find me at Moretta Moss um, on Instagram and Twitter. M-U-R-E-T-T-A-S. It's right there. Moretta Moss. Um, Instagram and Twitter. And also like follow the Counter Parenting Podcast on like wherever you get your podcasts um, you know, it's a work in progress. It's like, that's your, if step parents, not, everyone has to follow it, but it's like for a special <laughs> yeah. niche niche group. Um, yeah, but, but mostly like Instagram, um, is, it's just kind of where I am because I get social media fatigue. I don't know about anyone else. I, I wish I, I was at a level where I'm like, Oh, let me just hire someone to post <laughs> for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we I wish understand that, that Social media didn't exist, but because of what we do, we have no choice. Uh, it's yeah, like, we have. again,
2: yeah. both there's uh, both cups are full on that. It's you know, of loving it or not loving it. But oh, that's so nice. Um, oh, I can, this is so fun being live. That was great feedback, <laughs> like a blessing <laughs> and a burden of, of social media, like we were talking about. Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: like I said, we definitely enjoyed having you on the show, this and we look fun. forward to having you back
2: yeah thank you i
1: appreciate it thanks for your time today thank you